I had a huge aha moment when I realized the type of leads that were coming in from podcast guesting, I could create a path for them to enroll in my five-figure offers quickly. And everyone else, I could create a different kind of buying journey that worked better for them. You are listening to Amplify Your Success Podcast, episode 281. And today, let's go behind the scenes and discover the five types of leads and how they make the decision to buy. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It's your host, Authority Amplifier, Melanie Benson, and I'm super excited to take you into today's episode. Today, I'm going to cover something. I'm I'm actually sharing with you a recording I did for my Amplifier Authority group. This is some behind the scenes research we've been doing. We've been tracking buying behavior because we want to understand where our best leads come from, how do they buy from us, and how can we craft the right journey and to give those fast action takers and my real buyers an opportunity to quickly get to the resource they most want. So today's episode on the five lead types is my personal research. I think you're going to find it fascinating and super helpful to tap into the different lead types. I have been hearing a lot of people talk about, hey, Melanie, I'm on podcast, but I'm not getting the fast action takers. And There's a lot that goes into it. I'll unpack some of it in today's episode, but there are some critical mistakes that a lot of experts have been making and they don't even realize it. And that's why I've decided to revamp and bring back my guest expert system. I'm super excited to open the doors for the new and improved version. It's bringing in some of the advanced things I've learned about leveraging other people's audiences like podcasts and the little tweaks you need to make to get a big burst of client revenue, to attract more opportunity, to turn some of those great conversations into collaboration partners. There's just so much that happens and it's all in my guest expert system. I've been averaging 125,000 a year if not more some years from the revenue coming in through podcast guesting. I can turn that up uh, as much as I want and I'd like to show you how to do that too. So if you're interested in leveraging other people's audiences like I do and get that fast pass to great clients steadily flowing into your business, head over to guestexpertsystem.com so I can show you how to put the system into action for you. Now, Let's get into today's episode. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are different ways that people find out about you and choose to work with you. I call them uh, the way leads buy. And today, what I want to do is I want to explore these five types of leads with you because I want to I want to bust a myth that people don't buy from podcast guesting. That is when you are guesting on someone else's podcast or virtual show. What I'm learning 
having studied this for five years is that not all people buy the same way. Like there are different buying patterns that a potential client may go through. And when you recognize this, you'll do a better job of, um, first of all, acknowledging the real power of being on other people's podcasts. And then secondly, how to navigate the different kinds of leads and maybe make a couple of adjustments that are going to have a huge impact. So today I'm going to take a little um, slice of my guest expert system and teach it to you and share it with you what I've been learning because I'm finding this really fascinating. And I was sharing this with my team and they're like ooing and eyeing and like, wow, are you going to share this in somewhere? I'm like, yeah, let's make it part of guest expert system. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you what I've discovered in these five, uh, I like to call them uh, lead types and how, and it, it, you know, I can't unpack all of it in, in the little bit of time we have here, but if you are thinking, wow, okay, this Melanie's on to something here, or you're starting to recognize, I don't really know that my business is set up to uh, navigate the other buying styles. This might be really helpful for you to know that there are certain offers that work better for these different lead types. And if you're looking to monetize the visibility, not just of guesting on other people's podcasts, but of your own podcast, of your own authority platforms, then you're going to love this. So let me, uh, first of all, say I've been um, kind of researching and, and watching. I'm a researcher and there's a part of my personality that likes to like track and see what works and what doesn't. It's part of like optimizing results. And I started to notice that I had a couple of um, patterns in somebody who heard me talk on someone else's stage or podcast and how they decided to buy from me. And so I got really curious about, wow, maybe there are other patterns at play here. And I kind of uh, put them into five key categories or types. Now, I want to be in full disclosure, you may recognize in yourself or other people that they buy differently. That may be true. This is what I've noticed. I'm finding it super helpful in looking at how to help people in the guest expert system pick the right podcasts and audiences to be in front of, design the right topic and the right client journey when somebody's interested and they ask for more. If we, we recognize that these five types uh, need different um, uh, roadmaps, if you will, to become a buyer. So here's the five types and I'll unpack them a little bit more. So the, the action taker, the binger, the skeptic, the lurker, AKA the long lead and the DIYer. So here's what I've been noticing about them. First of all, here's what the action taker is. The action taker is somebody who, I mean, these are like great buyers for all of us, right? They know what they want. They aren't afraid to make quick decisions and they are going to jump on whatever you put in front of them if it's right for them, if it's something they're looking for. So action takers are awesome. I find that when I have done a good job of being on the right podcast with the right message, I get great action takers because, uh, and if you've been through my programs, you know, there's this golden thread of you uh, get them interested with the right topic. You get them intrigued with your talking points and you get them invested with your offer. 
So that golden thread works really well for action takers. Okay. So now, of course, we don't have tons of action takers out there. They are a unique personality. Um, most of the time they're a little more affluent or they have, they are, they understand the value of investing in something that is a good return for them and kind of moving them towards the goal. Now let's talk about the binger. They're a very interesting lead type. So the binger will listen and hear you. Typically what happens is they hear you on someone else's stage, which is why it is so important for you to be on other people's platforms because you are in front of a new audience. And so the binger will connect with you out there and then they will um, like follow the, the breadcrumbs you leave them. And what typically happens is they will go looking for all the places that you have something of value that speaks to them, which is your client journey. So start with this free resource or come to my page and book a call, right? Now, if you have your own podcast, this is triply valuable for the binger type because what's happening with the binger is they are evaluating you to see if you're the real thing. They are trying to get a sense of, can they trust you? Do they resonate with you? And they're binging all of your material because they are finding that you are a, um, like you are a somebody of interest, but they haven't made the decision yet. So this is where you want to build the breadcrumbs for them to have access to a next thing. So let me, let me back up for a minute. Um, I'll explain an action taker for a second. Uh, I had a, a client who joined uh, Amplify Inner Circle a few years back, and he was an action taker. He heard me speak. He literally Googled me and went right to an offer that I had barely put up. I think I briefly seeded and mentioned it in the interview. So that's a fast action taker. The binger is, I'll explain another client of mine. This is an amazing man. I really loved working with you, but he heard me speak. Oh, so first of all, he saw uh, someone talking about being a podcast guest and how valuable it was. He saw one of the testimonials and went to that guy's page where he was, uh, where he saw my interview with that guy. And I was talking about being a best kept secret. And he was like, bing, bing, bing. That's how I feel. So that's the importance of having a topic that resonates with what somebody is really feeling. And then he went and binged so many of my freebies and my resources. And within seven days had booked a consultation, my Amplify audit, and had booked in to work with me in my high ticket offer, my VIP package. That's a binger. Okay. He didn't jump right in and take immediate action. He wanted to kind of suss me out a little bit. He's been around the block. He knew he wanted to make sure we had a fit. So that's the binger. Now, let me talk this, about the skeptic. The skeptic is a really interesting type of lead. The, this skeptic, I call them the skeptic because when I get to know the skeptics, what I discover is they have been burned a lot. They have made a lot of fast action decisions and have realized they're they, they don't feel their decision-making is very um, good. Like they don't trust that decision-making anymore or they've been burned enough times. And so the, the skeptic, 
will get on your list because they know you've got something of value. They'll, they'll listen to you. They'll check out your stuff. They'll follow you on social media, but because they've been burned, they don't take immediate action. They are going to connect for a little bit before they reach out for trust building. So I had a woman who I actually met speaking and we were both speakers and she got on my list and uh, she was resonating with my message, but she's a skeptic. So Uh, It wasn't until I had a webinar that she went, oh my gosh, this is totally me. I really resonate with this. She didn't even attend the webinar. She, I I do this thing called uh, sales triggers for webinars. And she literally followed my sales trigger process. And it was like the last step. She raised her hand. She said, I think I need to talk to you because she was nervous and she was anxious about making the wrong decision. And she ended up joining Amplify Inner Circle. So the skeptics, I want you to understand they are out there and how you move a skeptic through your buying journey will make or break whether or not they buy from you. And they will buy eventually. They're going to buy from somebody because they have a need and they know that they want a solution, but they're trying to find the right person so they don't get burned. So there's a lot of obstacle overcoming there. Now, the fourth type is... I call them, I lovingly call them the lurkers. Uh, we, we also refer to them as the long lead. And this, this person may be on your list for years before they ever do anything. So the long lead may start as uh, type number five, which I'll dig into in a minute, which is kind of the DIYer, but they there's something there for them. They're interested. They kind of know, but they don't have a sense of urgency to solve the problem. So they're almost like they're keeping you on pause for the, for someday. And there's something about you that they're interested in, but it's not enough yet to move them over the hump and get them to a yes. So they tend to be on your list for years or months before something kind of sparks And they're like, I need to do this with you. I've had some very interesting examples of lurkers. Uh, One of them came out of my social media. So I was publishing some podcast interviews that I was featured on, which is part of my system. And this woman has said, oh my gosh, I feel like you're speaking to me. How do I book a consult with you? And she did. And we had a conversation and she uh, joined my uh, high-end Amplify inner circle level. And I was like, "Woo, okay, cool. So it was the right conversation at the right time when she'd been lurking. She said she'd been following me on social media for four years. So that was an interesting one. But then I've had examples and this is not ideal. Like I'm saying, this is not ideal. This, this is, these are not necessarily your ideal leads, but they, it is about behavior that we should pay attention to. I had somebody who had been on my list for close to 18 years, maybe 16 years at the time. And again, uh, she heard a podcast that I put out. I think it was an interview I did with somebody in my first podcast and she raised her hand. Um, she, Oh, I know what it was is I was talking about a challenge I was doing at the time in my Facebook group. And so she joined the challenge And then ended up doing the challenge, getting great results, raising her hand, saying, I want more and went through my, my consultation book, a call process and ended up joining my, my high-end Amplifier circle program at the time. So 
I have had the range on lurkers. And the reason why I say this is sometimes what you're doing when you're guesting out there and you're being an expert on other people's platforms is you're going to attract all these different kinds of leads. And just because they're not converting, if you will, immediately doesn't mean they won't buy someday. And there is a different client journey you need to create for them. They're, they are not going to buy the same way. And I wouldn't dismiss it. It's just not immediate gold in your pocket, right? All right, let me tell you about the last one. <clears throat> and uh, we all know what these are. I had a different name for this group at first and my team said, you can't call it that. <laughs> so I'll let you see if you can figure out what that is. But we now call them the DIYer. And the DIYer are people who, the, the way they approach everything is they tend to go and collect free content because they're committed to bootstrapping their way through things and figuring things out on their own. And they are rarely buyers. They may merge into the long lead at some point, but typically they're not really in a financial position to invest. They've got some mindset stuff about investing. They may have um, limiting beliefs or a very co strong commitment to figuring it out on their own, right? So they do tend to go out and collect a lot of free content. They hop from guru to guru, taking in a lot of different information. They try to put all the puzzle pieces together and figure it out. And it rarely works, but because they're so committed to doing it on, the, on their own, they don't ever buy. If they do buy it, something really, really small. And then they kind of go through that same process. Now, the reason why I want to bring these into the five types is because there will be certain audiences where you get in front of a lot of DIYers. And so part of what's really important is a big piece of get guest extra system is you need to understand what, what audience is the right audiences for you. Okay. So I personally have had this happen where I was like, Oh, I was on the wrong stage there. <laughs> I've, I've told many stories about that and it's helped me really hone like which audiences are really good for me and which ones aren't. And sometimes it's worth taking a risk. Like I remember early on in my podcast guesting, I had somebody I didn't know, never heard of before, reach out and he says, hey, I've got a new podcast. Would you be interested in being on it? And at first I was going to say no. And then I'm like, oh, what the heck? Like, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. I wasn't super busy at the time. And I got like three clients within the first 30 days from that podcast. And so it was the right audience, even though he was newer at podcasting. And so that's why it's really important to learn how to evaluate what's important to you about podcast guesting and what do you want out of it? And then fine tune the podcasts and the shows that you're on from your criteria. Okay. So if you're like, wait, how do I do that? It's a whole process. It's very simple, but there is a different way of making decisions than most people do. And it's part of the, the templates in Guest Expert System. If you're joining us, uh, of course, I'll make sure you have access to all that. And I think it's really liberating to have a way to understand that. So first of all, I'm curious if you have noticed a certain kind of buyer that's coming in through your current client attraction processes. If uh, it's one of these five, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, if you find that it's lots of DIYers, just know we all have that. Your job is to really understand how to build the right client journey to give the different types of leads 
the right trigger to say yes to make that buying decision that they're wanting to buy. Because look, like if if they have the problem and they're searching for solutions, if it's not with you, they're going to buy from somebody else, right? So it's really, it behooves us to understand the different way that people buy and make sure you've got something in place that will help them feel connected to you, that resonant uh, energy, that resonance that they're looking for and recognizing that you have an expertise that they need so that they can get past whatever resistance there and say yes to you. All right, so if you are interested in guest expert system, uh, we have are just opening the doors to the new and improved system, uh, guestexpertsystem.com if you wanna check that out. And I am very excited to take an exclusive group through this because being on podcasts is one of the best ways to amplify your authority and rapidly grow the leads that are flowing into your business, into your offers. And then, you know, you get to do the other work of making sure that you have the right path for them to follow so they can uh, move from being intrigued to being invested in working with you. All right. If you've got questions and you're joining me live, just jump in at the bottom, uh, pop them into the comments and tell me what's on your mind about the leads flowing into your business and what you need to know to help them become your best new clients. Okay, bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're gonna keep this conversation going and I wanna hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 